Play Ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe and a very happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. It is a special day every year. I am recording bright and early on Sunday morning. I thought it was rather fitting to uh, get up a little early today and to uh, get this thing out for the people, for the masses, since uh, people will be busy, I'm sure, uh, doing things with with moms out there and going to church and you know probably going to lunch and doing all kinds of stuff. So uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, a truly special day. Father's Day, uh, you know, a few weeks away as well. But um, man, there, there is something about about moms, and uh, you know, you you guys who who know me well know that um, you know my mom's been gone a long time, and this summer will actually be 15 years, which is just crazy to think about. Um, I, I think of her often, um, not just with good things, but bad things, like. I don't know. Um, anything I'm ever going through, I kind of reflect on her a lot. And uh, I guess in summary, what what's most difficult about her being gone is I have so many questions. <laughs> I still have so many uh, questions and, and advice that I would love to uh, bounce off her. She was somebody that uh, I could really tell anything to. I, and I really, really mean that. I look back at some of the things I told her. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. My mom was a it was a pretty understanding woman. She um she had her moments as well that uh, I bashed heads with her as a teenager, especially. But overall, uh, my mom was was very good to me. She pushed me. Um, she treat told me how to uh treat treat uh women. Um she told me all the time when I was growing up like is it she don't don't you get a girlfriend too early don't you get you know which uh uh I didn't <laughs> because uh probably not by choice but uh she was always like women are gonna want to take your time and she was very open and honest with me just about uh, everything in life and I guess I didn't realize it at the time that uh that the time that I had with her it was being like bottled up into uh, this intense amount of uh, 23 years for me that, you know, you think, I, I think she even said it before some, someday I won't, I won't be here and you're going to have to, you know, the things all moms say, which is hilarious. Some, somehow, some way, all moms say the same thing. It's like they got earpieces in or something uh, because all of us can relate. Yeah. My mom told me that too, or, or whatever, you know, it, it's just so funny that yeah, dads, dads have their dad jokes. Dads uh, are all about discipline, but there's something about moms. I don't know what it is. I can't I can't put my finger on it, especially with boys. I don't know the whole mom-daughter relationship. That's that's something just super foreign to me. But as far as moms and boys, it's uh she would have to remind us sometimes like cuz it was a house of boys, my brother, my dad and her and uh she was in charge, but uh <laughs> you had to like she she would often remind us, hey, this isn't just a boy's house. Just to, you know, she she would she would lay lay down the law. But my mom was somebody that I went to for a lot of advice. And and currently in my life, as I'm uh, 
approaching 40. I'm still a, you know, a year and a half away or whatever it is. I'm 38 now. It, it's just wild to think about. And I've had all of my thirties without her, most of my twenties. And, uh, I think there's times you can probably tell like <laughs> that, that I haven't had that influence in my life. Um, cause we all need that. I'm, I'm a firm believer in, uh, you know, we, we need both parents in, in, in the homes. And I think that would be something that would drastically, um, change a lot of the things that are going on in the world and especially our country, uh, two parent households, because you get not just double influence, but you, there's something you learn from each, you know, a mom and a dad. And I know there's blended families, there's different families, uh, that's no knock on that, but I think the ideal definitely and and where our society has gone uh, gone off the deep end a little bit is uh, is is that and and losing that uh, mom dad influence. So uh, happy Mother's Day, guys! I, I mean that. Um, I know for a lot of you, uh, I, I had planned to record with some guys um, today for another the other podcast I do, and uh, it was me, the the motherless guy, the 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 uh, the non wife who's a mom guy uh who was like hey guys you know what uh next week is mother's day let's not do that i don't want to get you guys in trouble i could pull it off it would be just fine for me but you guys got things going it, you make sure uh you know your wives and and your mothers you, you take care of them uh because it's a big day for them so uh they dodged a bullet i won't mention their names or name solo whatever you know what i mean but um it was me who said after a few minutes of because sometimes scheduling and planning things it's hard getting multiple people together. And uh, you guys have seen that over the course of the time on the podcast, but uh, I'm trying to think of a story or a memory for my mom. You guys know the AMPM thing. I've shared that with you before. I plan on going there today, stopping by an AMPM. Um, I've been eating really good, but um, today may make an exception, get a soda, get a hot dog, because to this day, that was still my mom's favorite mother's day when we were, I don't know, nine, nine years old, 10 years old. I was anyway. And my brother, three years younger. And we took mom to AMPM after church. Cause we had, you know, three dollars and fifty cents to our name, and uh, eight hot dogs on the hood of the car. So it's become a Mother's Day tradition for me. Um, that uh, I'll at some point stop there. Um, but yeah, I miss her. I do. I I miss her a lot. I drive by uh, the cemetery almost daily because uh, just my route um, route home and everything. And it's it's weird in a sense when you lose somebody so close to you, you don't forget them, but. I've gotten so used to life without her. It's, I, I have to like stop and think back to life with her um, to be like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good time. I wish I had that right now, you know, because life goes on. Life keeps spinning, whether you're ready for it or not. And I've been going through a lot of things uh, in my life the past few weeks, past few months even. And I come on here and I try to talk to you guys about them because I, I don't want to depress anybody. It's actually uplifting. It's nice to get things off my chest and to uh, not just tell you what's going on in my life. And Because I'm a pretty guarded guy. I keep to myself. But I, it's good to, once you throw something out into the public, once you post something or on Facebook or once you physically say something and it's recorded, you know, it's it's recorded forever, really, unless you delete stuff or whatever. But um. Putting myself out there has not been the easiest thing, but it's been good for me to come on the pod, throw it out, throw out what's going on. Uh, therapeutic, we'll say. I don't know, something like that. Um, but but my mom, uh, you know, I won't make the whole show about her. Uh, she wouldn't want that, but um, she was just a joy. She was somebody that made everyone laugh in the room, and that's cliche, but she really, really did. She 
she was so different than me where she'd come in a room and she was the life of the party. Like maybe I eventually get there, but usually not in my immediate uh, thought, my immediate interaction with people. I'm a little more introverted, guarded, whatever. Then it's, you know, but, but when it comes to my friends, people I know very well, different story. It's uh, it's uh, it's on right away. And so I don't need to be the center of attention and neither did she. It was just something, her personality, how she was, in a sense of it wasn't about her. She was like trying to make everyone else feel comfortable. And even the the most shy person in the room uh, constantly at work, you know, she befriended a lot of people that um, you were, you, it just seemed like going through a hard time. She was that type of person where she would want to know what's going on and want to uh, want to help, want to just be a smiling face and, and a listening ear. And so I have a lot of questions as I grow older here. Um, not even just, not, not, not really woman related, but just, you need a woman's perspective sometimes. And I actually have some very good friends that I have, uh, I, I can get that from, uh, honest, you know, just thoughts, but there's nothing quite like your mother. And it, it kills me when I see, uh, families, uh, who, who, you know, the parents don't talk to each other or something like that. Like it, it's, it's troubling. It, it hurts. It's sad to see because in a way, I'm like, man, you have this still, and you guys are let, getting in each other's way somehow. Like, it, it, it's sad. It, you, you, you got, you should work it out. So, um, I, I, we, we, we go to advice to our parents for a long time, and then at some point, we think we think we know it all, right? Which we don't. And then they, they want to keep giving advice. We don't want to hear it. And it's just the, the vicious circle of life that that occurs. But uh, I would give anything to have one more lunch with my mom and to just bounce so many things off her. I would be so curious what she thinks of this podcast, uh, me becoming a FedEx driver of all things, uh, just the route I have taken. And I would have probably made less mistakes along it if I had maybe her influence or her to go to um, for advice. She was far from perfect. None of us are, right? None of us are perfect. And um, she would upset me at times um, as as joyful and vibrant as she was uh, when when she put her foot down, it was uh yes, ma'am. You know, there was no uh, dancing around it and she could be, uh, she, she could be tough. She, she raised two, two boys, uh, maybe a third, if you include my, my father, Dave. So, um, yeah, she, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything specific, but like, it was just like, she, she knew how to snap everything into attention and then also just put things in perspective real quick, say everything that needed to be said, get right to the point and uh, kick us into high gear. Just, I just remember more, I guess that that's the memories I have most. And I was still living at home at the time when, uh, when she passed and everything. And as I went through college and my mom was just, she was definitely a morning person and I've transitioned into a morning person. Uh, but you know, as a teenager and college kid, you, you hate the mornings and she was always singing and always making up words to songs, which I kind of do now, like in private, uh, I don't put myself out there that much. She would make up words to song about uh, coffee. She'd sing coffee songs to my dad as they're getting coffee. Uh, she'd sing songs about waking up, you know, teenage boys. Uh, it would be her own song or she'd take lyric you know, tunes of a song and, and put lyrics to it. She was just very much in the morning. So a lot of times when I don't want to get up, which is often, uh, it's dark out. And I'm like, it's just like. Well, at least mom's not singing in this room right now. So let's uh, let, let's get up and make this happen, right? Just snap to it. Let's get rolling. Because today was one of those days 
where I didn't wake up with an, al with an alarm. And it's still relatively early uh, for any morning, really. But um, I, it was, I, I often wonder, I'm like, was waking up with a, without an alarm a good thing or a bad thing? Either your body is con is controlled and and ready with a built-in alarm clock, or you got something on your mind. And I think it was a little bit of both. It's hard for me to I I used to sleep pretty late if especially if I worked late. But now uh even no matter how and I went to bed pretty late last night. I was working the Quakes game last night, got home kind of late and uh stayed up for a minute, not too late, but but I don't know. Sometimes when I wake up without the alarm, it's like, oh man, I didn't I didn't. I didn't sleep well. There's something on my mind. I think I just wanted to get to the podcast here and get at it. But uh, I do have some other things I want to share with you guys. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Mom, miss you. And um, hard to believe July of 2008 was 15 years ago, almost. But uh, it's been 14, 13, 14 Mother's Days um, without her. But she's always in my heart. My heart is uh, heavy, usually days like this. And uh, it gets easier. But at the same time, uh, as you grow older, you just you're, you're seeking wisdom because I have a bunch of decisions, a bunch of things on my mind that I I I want to bounce off of uh, somebody, and she would be perfect, honestly, for so, so many of these questions. So, uh, miss your mom, Diane Gladys, Persima, formerly Diane Gladys Mora. People are shocked at the Mora last name, uh, the whitest Mexican woman of all time, and uh, I am her her, uh, her offspring uh, as uh, of course not quite Mexican, but a little blood in me, which uh, does help in some occasions. So anyway, uh, happy Mother's Day. I hope, I hope today you guys uh, have a positive spirit, everybody. I know some of you, I've got to meet mom or oh, we got to have a barbecue. Oh, we got positive, positive. Hey, mom's still around. And uh, for the new moms out there, big day, big day. I know a few people out there who, uh, you know, recently had either their first or second or third kid and uh, never gets old. I got to imagine to have to have a new addition to the family and to be uh be the matriarch of the uh, of, of the families out there. So um, I have something that has been um, I've been struggling with actually for years. And I, I don't know, some, the direction again, coming on the podcast, um, you know, a few years ago, they shut everything down. Right. And I think we all got used to a lot of things. We got used to doing a lot of things uh, in our house, uh, you know, watching online. Um doing, you know, doing podcasts. It, it was, it was nice for that because I could talk to anybody anywhere really at any time. Um, but we get used to things. We get complacent in our lives and uh, things we, eh, I don't really need that. You know what I mean? Or, or on the flip side, Oh, I do need that. Now we have this instant. I want it here tomorrow, right now, you know? And so something I got used to doing that uh, I'm not, proud of, but I stepped away for a reason. And it's really not a specific reason. It's a few different things, but uh, something I haven't been doing in a while that uh, again, I'm throwing it out here uh, is I haven't been uh, attending church and it's something that I, I, I guess I didn't realize I needed um, until recently, like until it's something I've wanted to do. Actually, it's not like I am making excuses, but it's kind of like eh, I don't know what would be a good fit for me. You know, I used to go to uh, Care Youth Church. I went to Glen Kirk for a minute, then I stopped going. And it's just kind of like you don't go once, then you don't go a few times. And um, I, I think it's good to go uh, weekly. Uh, there isn't. There have been times where I haven't um, during my stretch stretch when I was going. 
So in, in kind of challenging myself these past few months, this is a new challenge that I am uh, putting out there, something I want to do to better myself. But just, again, your, your walk with your faith, whatever you want to call it, um, it's important to make good habits. And I think this is a habit that I really don't have an excuse to uh, to not do. And you, you make justifications for a lot of things. I'll just watch a service online, right? Um, it, it's, it's weird for me to always, no matter work, school, any, anything like meeting new people, I am not uh, rude or anything like that, but I'm always a little, little shy. I keep to myself. And so, um, the thought of going to a new church and, and even though it's the whole concept of like meeting people and, and, you know, your fellowship in Christ and all that, like, that's what it's all about. But in a sense, it wasn't my, like, I don't know, style, right. I didn't, I don't do the in your face thing or. You shouldn't be shy. You shouldn't be shy about this. But it's, again, it's just my my nature, I guess, that, that uh, I have to fight sometimes. So anyway, I am uh, today, Mother's Day, May 14th. I am uh, making a return to uh, to church. And um, I think it's, well, I know it's going to be good for me. It's going to be good for me. And uh, if nothing else, it's, it's a good habit. It's, I mean, because where else do you get wisdom from? You know, you get, you, you get, uh, so many of the the people out there in in the uh, modern world that are you know they they say they go to church or you know but to me they don't really seem sincere but like I don't know all the people I've a lot of people I listen to on podcasts and things of like that they have a, a faith base uh, the religious Dennis Prager's always preaching you know as a Jewish man to you know attend church or or synagogue whatever works for you religion is good for you and I was always kind of like yeah yeah that's right yeah that is right now it's like wait a minute. It is. What are you doing? How, how come you can't just sit on the sidelines and be like, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, that's good for us, but then not do it. And so it's something I'm going to uh, give a go at here. Um, I know myself. I know that I may not be 100% success rate attendance wise, but I'm going to do my very best to uh, to to be up there in the 90 high 90 percentiles. And if, I, if I'm 100 for a while, too, that'll be great. Um, it's a couple of churches I had in mind and mostly because of the, um, speakers, the pastors, uh, Jim Miller is at the, uh, real life LA church in real life church in, uh, Glendora, which uh, he was at Glencurt before. I've always liked what he has to say and, um, his method. And he just, he, he speaks to me really. Um, so I've listened to him in podcast form, uh, you know, every Sunday, uh, whether out driving or doing something, but I've always set aside that time. Uh, and then another guy that's, um, I'm really fired up about listening to. He, he's got great passion uh, as Pastor Jack Hibbs from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. He's pretty famous, pretty known. Uh, that's where I intend to go today and to give it a shot, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, and to uh, experience that because Jack Jack Hibbs uh, is someone that you know fought all the COVID restrictions and the lockdowns and everything. Um, he he again has a podcast and and a lot of great uh, platforms and, and things that he posts. So sometimes in, in my experience in going to churches, you know, it's almost like you get to the message or sermon, and then it's like, all right, now now I'm good. It's somewhat the flow of a church service. Like I I there was one of the first churches we went to uh, here that we tried after Care Church was uh it was like sang for like 40, 50 minutes straight. There was nothing else. And then it was like a 40 minute sermon after that. And it was just like, it was boring. There was no flow. There was no, I, I'm not saying you got to do all these different scenes and acts and everything, but you got to keep things 
moving. You got to keep things fresh. And I think any message, any sermon, you know, if you get going, you know, past 30 minutes or something, you start to lose people, at least me. I, I don't know. Maybe some of you, you just, you're hungry for the, the word and the Lord. And you just like, you're, you're, you're locked in. Uh, and the topic is always, you know, is always uh, relevant or it's got to be relevant to you to, to be a little more interested in it. But I am uh, declaring here on the Get Home Safe podcast that I am uh, going to head back to church. It's been a long time coming. But it's something that I definitely need, and um, it's I want to improve myself. I, I've tried to improve in a lot of different ways recently, because again, you going through the motions of life is is odd. Some people can't deal with the everyday everydayness of life, just the regular routine of life. Right? It gets depressing or whatever. And um, in some ways, I thrive on rhythm and routine and. And just like, all right, this is what we got to do today. This is what we got to do this week. Let's knock it out. Let's check it off. And boom, boom, boom. Look, look at all the things we did throughout the week. But there's also something to be said about having a purpose in everything you do. Move, move with the purpose, right? I was kind of reflecting the other day, like, all right, I go to work. I do the, I, you know, I do my podcast. That's great. It's been fulfilling. But what is your purpose? What's the next move in life? Like, what, what is it? it? It took me a great amount of time to, to move out. Uh, the first time I've moved, you know, four, three different places, or no, four, lived in four different places since 2016. Yeah, the summer of 2016, I've lived in four different places. And uh, I've been happy at each one. But that was a, a big, I, I don't, I can never move, I can never afford all that, right? But you find a way. And so I get, I've gotten to a place now um, where a lot of the things I've been pursuing have paid off and it's kind of like, all right, what's next? What's the next step? And and I'm excited for the next steps. It, it can be a little intimidating, but I'm also ready. I'm ready for some uh, serious changes. I have some plans. I have some goals in mind that I will eventually share with you guys. But a, a quote that uh, I, I've always had in the back of my head and, and something with any decision I make that is so simple, and it's, it's, it's simple and you have to think about it, but you're kind of like, all right, yeah, I get it. Um, but it's from uh, Davy Crockett, you know, the great Disney character uh, who's a real life uh, person, uh, you know, fought and died at the Alamo, of course. Um, but Davy Crockett's quote of, be sure you're right, then go ahead. It's kind of like, a, it's one of those Yogi Berra-isms, like, what, what does that mean? But in the simplicity of it, it's just like, Make a decision. Be sure it's the right one. And maybe you don't know until after you've made the decision. But for the most part, be sure you're right, then go ahead. You know, sometimes you get the question, is this really what you want? Is this what you want to do? And you have to think about it. Like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Knowing what it's going to take to achieve those things. Um, it's. I think that's what the quote means. It's kind of like take into account the decision you're making, everything that's going to happen before and after the, the decision you're made and then go for it. Because I've never, I haven't always been the go for it guy. I did it with umpire school. I did it with college kind of just because I was like, I struggled to get through it. Uh, the FedEx thing comes to mind. That was something I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it and I'm going to commit to it and see where, where it goes. And uh, had a great experience. You know, in two years, I got to be a full-time position where I'm at now and couldn't be happier. Um, 
but it's always like, all right, what's next? What's next? You know, we, we can get stagnant. Sometimes it, sometimes you just want to sit and watch a game or whatever. But I, but recently I've been in this, this mode of like, all right, what's next? I know that I know it's not just a little next either. It's like you grow older. I've had goals the past, I don't know, 10 years, things I wanted to do. And it's like, why aren't you doing them? Why don't you work a little harder? Why don't you try to get there instead of being, oh, it'll happen someday. It's kind of like the church thing. Just like, what's stopping you? Why don't you just go? It's like, you're right. Kick myself. Um, But I have some serious goals, some, some big ones. Some of you out there know what they are. And, and some of the, and sometimes you need that push, the push or a reason why there's a goal. I'm trying to, I, I want to, I don't want to give anything away, but I want to give without giving an example. I don't know if I truly can. Sometimes we have a goal, something we want to do. And you're kind of like, ah, I don't know if I can ever do that. And eh, maybe someday, maybe someday. And then someone says something. Or maybe they're doing something and, and you didn't think there was any other person in the world who wanted to do what, what you were doing. And you're like, oh man, you want to do that too? What are you, what steps are you doing to, you know, and, and then you feed off of that or a group of people. Um, th- that's what I think I'm going to find in, in, a, in a church is, is I'm going to find like-minded people that have kind of some of my goals and thoughts in mind. So I've had some really good friends who have pushed me over the years, just randomly. Uh, hey man. You can do this. Just go do it. And things can seem so, I'm going all over the place. I know, but things can seem so uh, intimidating, so big. I couldn't, I can't do that. Baseball. I can't, I can't umpire home plate, professional baseball, 90 plus mile. I can't, I can't do that. You just, you do it. You, you, you try, you stick your foot out in the pond. You get a little better. You get acclimated. And I, I, I guess in summary, I'm learning that, it's okay to chase some dreams and fall, even if you fall short. I've done that a few times already. Uh, baseball was a big one, um, both in minor leagues and in college. I had goals that I was pursuing, and it didn't work out, and I'm okay with it. So I have a few more new goals in mind that I'm ready to pursue on a daily basis. I've had some self-improvement uh, in my personal life that I'm very pleased with. Uh, I've hit a, a milestone or two in a, in a, in a place in my life that, uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of private. So that's all I'll really say, but I'm not done. I'm, I'm still pursuing relent. The relentless pursuit uh, is back on in some areas and I'm excited about it. It's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge, but I'm not letting doubts creep in or obstacles. I'm just like, when I get focused on something, a task at hand, a goal where I finally say, all right, we're doing this. Um, I, I go all in, I go all out until it's done. And I probably get that from my, my dad who was always, I want this off my mind. Let's just go do it. Let's, let's do the darn thing, get it done with. Right. And it could be something I see that in myself, like shopping, go, I, uh, I guys, I hate shopping, right. Uh, especially clothes, trying on pants, you might as well waterboard me. I mean, th- that is like the worst thing on the planet because I am I am I am short and and wide hipped and I can't find pants anywhere. Uh, they're they're getting easier these days. You know what I mean? Um, so that's that's definitely comforting and nice. But yeah, it was always let's get this task done. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Don't have to think about it, and it's over with. Plus achievement, all that stuff. 
the relentless pursuit. And I lost motivation a while back about a lot of things. And I just moved really slow and I've kind of been moving slow and, and I'm, I'm just, I got a few, a few things I want to share. I want to share them with you. I really do. And, and, and with challenges, challenges are opportunities, right? And some people are like, oh, that's too hard. I don't want to do it. But uh, how do I say this? <laughs> opportunities present themselves in many ways. It may be a challenge. It may be like, hey, not too often we, we have this handout society, right? Hey, what are you going to give me? What can you do for me? Generally, opportunities don't come that way. It's when you say, oh, I have a job opportunity, right? For instance, that's an, that's a, an opportunity for you to put your resume in, sell yourself, why, why you uh, should be hired for the job, what you can contribute, right? It's a challenge. It's not just an opportunity. You see it everywhere now. Oh, trabajos, right? Jobs, work here. You know, people are begging for others to come to come work still. And I have a good job. I have a fun uh, second job. I, I got another third job I'm kind of doing. And uh, as I live in California, the, the cost of living is just so high. And I could probably spend a little more responsibly for sure. But um, I'm just always looking for other ways to make more money, to save more money, to get ahead. Get ahead, stay ahead, right? That was a good pitching phrase. It was a uh, changing, you know, changing speeds is important, and you know, pitchers is a lot easier to pitch ahead than 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 behind. Meaning, you know, if you got to, you know, O two count on a batter, it's a lot easier to pitch O two than maybe three O, right? Where you got no uh, room for error. Where if you're O two, you're way ahead. You can waste some pitches, making a make a guy chase one. Anyway, I know I'm all over the place, but I am just on like a I'm on like a high right now is the best way to explain it. And it's not just because, you know, Mother's Day and thinking of my mom or anything like that. It's just you hit a moment where I don't think I've been lazy by any means, but you hit a moment where you're like, you've achieved some things. And now it's like giving you confidence and power to be like, I can, I now know the strategy. I know the blueprint of what I got to do. Um, and maybe this next challenge is, looks like a, uh, you know, Mount Everest, but I have a strategy. I have a plan. Now I have a plan of attack. I can do, I can do this it may take some time, but I can do it. Whereas before so many times in my life, I can't do that. There's no way I could do that. But again, you get little victories. You get a few success stories in your life and you're like, and I have plenty of non-success stories. Trust me or mistakes that I wish I could uh, take back, but that's not life. And uh, what does coach Sean McVay say of the LA Rams? There's no losses, only lessons, even though they had uh, plenty of lessons last year at uh, five. And let's see, they had five wins and I'm, I'm never good at math. Five wins and 13 lessons. Is that right? Coach Sean? Anyway, they'll be back. The Rams will be back. Probably not this year, but maybe in the uh, distant future. But it's true, man. Challenges. They're opportunities, and I'm ready to embrace some of the opportunities in front of me. Have this relentless pursuit. I'm going to be sure I'm right, and then I'm going to go. And uh, I mean, that's 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 great advice and a great method. It's because so many of us, and I, I'm thinking of a few people ind individually on the pod right now that uh, friends of mine that have done this. Have, they have made their decisions. They've they've pursued some things that they probably wish they wouldn't have, but in the end, it wasn't 
the end of the world, they gave it a shot. There's nothing worse than looking at a pitch you know you should have swung at for strike three. Sure, oh, that wasn't a strike. You can, you know, sure, oh, if you thought it was out, whatever. But when you know a pitch was a strike, funny story in the minor leagues when I first started, I was working extended spring training. So you get some like mix of players there, like big leaguers, triple A guys, right? And I was just this, you know, rookie ball, A ball guy. And so extended spring training, some guys would go there, just get some work in, right? Recover their injuries. And uh, we played like 10, 10 a.m. games. Sometimes we play five innings or seven innings. Usually it was nine, but we do, we do weird things like, Hey, we're going to have uh, five batters this inning regardless. Oh, Hey, one more out. Uh, you know, sometimes it was a long inning. Be like, Hey, roll the inning. It was just exhibition stuff that didn't really matter. And it was good for us to get work. But anyway, one of the first games, I think it was a double a game, triple a, one of the games I'm working. And uh, behind the plate and, you know, you feel good, but you're, you're like, man, I, I think I know what the strike zone is, but these guys obviously know it a lot more and they can, they can tell that I'm not like, I don't know. They know who I am. I'm a, I'm just this rookie guy. And so, but it was, it was hilarious. One of the first strike threes I had this batteries at the plate, kind of a free spirited fun loving guy at the plate. And it was this big breaking ball that maybe like you could think was, uh, maybe, maybe that was high, but it looks good from here. And I'm about to call strike three with this like panic in my, like, Oh, that's close. I think it's a strike. Strike three. Right. I'm about to do that. And the batter, he looks at the pitch and he just goes, yep. And he starts, and he starts walking off the, off, uh, out of the batter's box. Like, yep, that was a strike. Shouldn't watch that one basically. And he, and so my timing, because I waited, you know, a good timing. It, it feels like forever when you're in your back there. Some people are like, man, these umpires are slow, but sometimes you need to see it, process it. You know, you don't just pop strike, you know, it's pop. Yep. Strike. Like that's generally your rhythm and timing. And so when that, when that guy did that, some triple a guy, I think it was, and he just went, yep. And he walked away. I was like, Oh man, this is easy. Strike three. <laughs> I don't know why I told you guys that, but he, that guy looked at a pitch that he knew was a strike, no complaint and walked off and was mad at himself for not swinging. And, um, so many times I've looked at good pitches, if you know what I mean, not as an umpire figuratively as a, as a batter where I should have taken a swing and, uh, and I didn't. So I'm, uh, definitely going to, uh, to, to do that in, in the near future. And I got plenty of things to share with you guys, uh, eventually, uh, with all of that stuff. Uh, let me see here. Uh, this is something totally random, but you know, this show is all about random, right? I need a little more coffee here. I even brought the pot this morning, uh, threw on my well Sunday best, but my Sunday mediocre here for, uh, for mother's day and the uh, church service upcoming. But, um, You can use the imagery you want here for anything, but sometimes in life, no, I'm not going to go there, but, uh, uh, water jug, it's getting hotter outside, right? Um, I'm always, uh, you got to stay hydrated and if you're not thirsty, uh, you know, become a, a FedEx driver and, uh, you will be, you know, out there or the cab is generally uh, nice and cool with the air conditioning, but, uh, in the, the back of the truck where the storage is it's rather hot in there and just getting hotter outside. And it's important to hydrate, right? So I try to be good and, and carry a water jug. I've been through three, three different jugs. Yeah. 
One I returned because it wasn't, I just got it and it wasn't big enough. So I, I, I'll count it, but not really. So I originally tried one that was really big and uh, it was plastic and there was no like strap or anything. Sometimes like even just walking from my car to my truck in the morning, I'm carrying a backpack. I got other things like, it'd be nice to have like a little strap, right? And uh, there's, there's different waters. I mean, there's a, there's like a, a 32 ounce one, which is pretty good size, but, uh, but then there's like a two gallon one. I settled on one that's like 64 ounces. Cause that's a good amount of water like to drink throughout the day, I think. And, and you can refill it. But anyway, moral of the story is um, three different times. Now I thought I had the right water jug, the right one that was, Oh, this is perfect. This is a good size. It's sturdy. Uh, but it busted, you know, it, it, uh, I was like, what happened to the lid? It didn't clip right. And so it busted. I got another one. I thought, Oh, shoulder strap here. This is cool. But it was, again, it was, um, not plat. Well, this was plastic. Yeah. The other one was a little more, uh, kept things cold better, but this one was a little more flimsy, but it had a strap and I was like, no, this one works, but it wouldn't keep things cold. And I was like, man, I'm over two on these waters. These things are, are expensive. I finally, the other day, uh, got one, uh, was that stainless steel? No, uh, what's that material? It's like metallic or whatever, but it has a strap. It has this, it has that. And I was like, okay, this one is what I've been searching for. It's uh, it's sturdy. You can bang it around. Uh, it'll keep things cold. It's a good amount. But I guess the moral of the story is sometimes you think you have things figured out. Sometimes you think you have the right water bottle that works for you. And you're like, no, there's, there's issues here. There's problems on it that... I, uh, I didn't foresee. And again, that's just learning in life and everything. Right. And so I thought I had the right one. I thought I had a lot of things figured out in my life. And then all of a sudden when the right water jug is like, why didn't you get this earlier? Like, uh, what's the phrase we, we were joking about it the other day. If you buy cheap, you buy twice, right? <laughs> Sometimes spend a little extra money knowing what you should have got, knowing what is, uh, would work better for you. You knew it all along. But you had to make the mistakes to uh, to be like, yeah, I should have just done this in the first place. This jug is perfect. What is that? Uh, Goldilocks? Too too hot? Too cold? Just right? Something like that? I don't know. It's been a long, long time. I'm I've been all over today, guys. I know. I'm talking to Mother's Day and goals and church and and now water water jugs. But yeah, the the right equipment. Uh, which case in point for those that are not aware, this podcast. Another example, uh, outside of water jugs, it's like the water jug, cause that just happened. But the podcast, my first microphone, it was just this little one that I did, didn't even probably need. It was flimsy. Um, the, uh, first camera I had, I didn't even really have, but the microphone, I had the, the sound bar. I finally invested in the sure mic that a lot of people use. And again, spent a lot of money. I probably didn't need to, had I just spent the best money early on knowing, uh, this will work for me. This is this mic was intended for me instead of trying to make other mics work. Round, round peg, square hole. No, square peg, round hole. What's the phrase? It's one of the two. One, I need more coffee, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> I swear I have content, guys. Don't laugh at me. I it is early in the morning and I and I got up here to uh to uh share a few thoughts because I had some things on my heart, things that um Again, I know it's just a just water jugs or podcast equipment, but there's there's more there's more to it if you know what I mean. Um, I live in this world of analogies, and it's just the language that I speak that you kind of when you get in your own head, you get deep in thought, you start to uh, analyze everything, right? And in some ways, it's good, but other ways, it's like, dude, chill out, relax. 
So uh, let me see. In summary today, let me know. And one final thing. Um, I talked about it kind of, you know, my mom uh, was a really bad thing back in 2008. Uh, really kind of reset everything for me. Ground zero of my life, if you will. And I think that I, I'm I'm starting to figure out and see this crazy world that just like bad things hit you at random times of your life where you're like, what, where did that come? Where did that come from? How did that? No, I, I again, I can't do this. Um, I know that good things also come into your life at the most random times, times you did not expect. Uh, you never thought something was possible or you never thought um, something good, this good, this type of good would happen to you. And so I guess that's my my battle cry for everyone out there uh, today um, is that if you're going through stuff um, and you feel like, man, it's just constantly bad things coming my way uh, the past few years, whatever it is. I know we all went through that, right? 2020 through uh, 2022 maybe, or, or even we're still going through it. Bad things hit you at random times and it's, it's, you're never ready for it, right? I can't do this. Well, you just, you find a way to get through it. But on the flip side, I do know that uh, good things can randomly come into your life as well. And I've experienced that. I'm hoping to experience that more with, uh, you know, the church service uh, today and beyond. Again, I have um, some goals in mind of things that I want to achieve, things that I want to uh, strive for on a daily basis with this relentless pursuit. You know, if you're not getting closer to a goal, you're either you're moving towards something or uh, or going backwards, right? There is no really standing still, right? Hold hold your ground, like uh, I was watching again. Never I get if I get free time, I flip on get I bought Gettysburg like uh, a couple a year or so ago, and like if I'm getting dressed or something, I'll just flip it on sometimes to watch a scene or because uh, it's like a four hour movie. But anyway, it's still one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah, hold your ground, hold you know. We don't really do that in life. We do a little bit, but in closing, um, keep the faith, maybe find your faith as I'm trying to do, refine it. Re is that a word? No, it's not a word. Um, bad things come in bunches, but good things do also. And when good things start to happen to me is generally when I start to get uh, paranoid. I talk, to, I talk in baseball terms all the time, right? Man, this game's been going pretty smooth. I'm really worried. I'm, I'm freaking out. What's going to happen? Uh, generally, it, it, bad things don't happen then. It happens when you get complacent and you're just like, oh, uh, oh yeah, I got, I got a job to do. But um, I'm learning more and more, and I've had plenty of it. You know, My mom dying, uh, plenty of other things. Bad things hit you in your life. You can't control them. It's just how you respond to them. And on the flip side, good things randomly come into your life that you didn't expect. And it's how you respond to those to either pursue more goodness or continue it, continue the pursuit of it. Or do you let it go and not appreciate the experience, appreciate, um, I'll say it, what, what God put before you, you know, people, the, the whole concept of pre predestined pre is everything preordained. Does God let bad things happen to you? Does he give you good things? it's an interesting concept. I want to talk, talk about it with uh, maybe a good, a good friend or two of mine that I think it would be a fun conversation because if everything's preordained, then, then what's the point of like effort? Or is it like there's four or five options that four or five roads you could take in this situation where that if you go left, you go right. Okay. Then you got four or five options here. I don't know. 
it's an interesting concept that I'm trying, I'm searching for a lot of truth and answers. And that's a big reason why I want to get back into, uh, back into church. Um, I expect some of you to hold me to it. I'm going to come on here and talk about uh, maybe my experiences and uh, I don't know, maybe even now and then share a, share a verse or two. That would be cool. Um, again, keep things fresh and relative here on the get home safe podcast to keep interest peaked. And uh, I know my, my loyal listeners out there, we're never going to be anything uh, massive. Well, I won't, shouldn't say that because I, I've learned, as I've told you many times, never say never. Um, I can't do that. Yes, yes, you can. You can if you uh, put your mind to it. So we'll see. But um, yeah, I'm going to share some personal info, personal uh, growth, we'll say, along the way. And uh, just really excited about um, the future because I, I haven't been as much in the past. Um, I've been a little more, oh, the future is uncertain and I'm, what's, I don't know what to do. And I got some rhythm, got some routine, got some good experiences uh, under my belt. And I'm kind of like, I want more, I want more good in my life than negative. I want to control what I can control. And uh, I intend to do that. And I'm going to keep doing the podcast. And this podcast will be my ability to, uh, to be accountable to uh, you guys. And I'm going to, I'm going to be real busy the next few months, next few years. That's all I can say. I am determined to, uh, for, for some big changes in my life. I'm excited about it. And um, if you're having bad experiences, guys, if things aren't working out, don't worry. Keep the faith. Hang in there. Uh, good things are bound to come um, in the very near future. And and they come at random times. Like I said, um, don't let your guard down because good things happen when you least expect it. Um, that was something, uh, again, back to my mom, which we'll close with today. She said it all the time. It drove me crazy. Um, but she was right. And it, maybe it's something all moms say, but she would always say everything happens for a reason. And it, it sums up, you know, kind of like that Davy Crockett quote, be sure you're right, then go ahead. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Couldn't be more true. The good, the bad, the ugly, right? It's uh, it's life, man. And it comes at us in intense ways. It comes at us fast. And uh, you got to, you got to pursue it to the best of your ability. And there's plenty of mistakes I've made, but I'm uh, putting them behind me and I'm looking forward. So that's, those are my thoughts today on Mother's Day, guys. Uh, happy Mother's Day once again to everyone out there. Hug those, uh, hug those moms, give them an extra squeeze. Um, they deserve it. Uh, tell them you love them every chance you get because uh, you never know when uh, it could be the final time. And I know moms love hearing that. So be good to your mothers out there, guys. Happy Mother's Day. I will be back next week with a fresh report of my recent church experience, which will occur here in uh, another hour, hour and a half or so. And uh, I'm excited, guys. That's that's the best way to put it. I'm I've been in I've been in a rut before. Maybe you can't tell here on the pod because um, I put my best foot forward and my best face on, but um, just ready for some real positive changes and uh, very very motivated right now. And that's all I will say about that. Happy Mother's Day, guys. And as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or round in third base, get home safe.